What's up, guys? This is Nick from P2W Fantasy, uh, joined today by Thor, also from P2W Fantasy, and Colin, who's from Shotgun Fantasy. What is up, guys? How's it going? Colin? What's up, y'all? How you doing? All right, well, Thank uh, you. I appreciate being on here. Yeah, uh, of course, of course. I think it's a long time coming. You, you've been on some articles, obviously, but a uh, little, little backstory just for those listening. Um, the three of us met at a fantasy convention two years ago. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The funny thing is <laughs> the three of us all graduated uh, high school together. Um, I've actually, uh, I've known Colin since uh, the seventh grade, I believe, and he even stood up in my wedding. Um, how, how about you two? How, how long have you guys known each other? Long time. Yeah, I think like right around the same time, like sixth mm -hmm. or seventh grade. Back in uh, back at Jordan Point, baby. Yeah. Uh, cool. I moved out the, I moved out here in uh, seventh grade. So yeah. Very cool. So yeah, we've uh, obviously known each other for a while. We play in some fantasy leagues together. So uh, always a good time getting everybody on the uh, the pod. But uh, today's episode, um, we're looking at 2020, and I think some of the topics that um, we've been talking about kind of get repetitive over time, just because there's still some time before the season. So. Getting, getting a little creative with this one, we're looking at some uh, buy, sell, and fades. And these guys are going to be um, compared uh, within their division. So I'll have a specific position, and then I'll have three guys, and you're going to pick buy, sell, or fade. And just to kind of define what we're looking at here, um, if you're picking a guy to buy, he's going to be a guy that you either are drafting, maybe in redrafts, or um, is a guy in 2020 you're looking to maybe make a trade for. So he's the guy you want on your roster. And the uh, the trade might be somebody that maybe you did draft, uh, but you're looking to get rid of maybe to get some value or um, you wouldn't have them as high as the guy you're looking to buy out of the three. And then the third uh, is fade. So that means maybe you're just avoiding this guy in 2020 or he's the third option with the three that we're going to compare. So Pretty straightforward. I thought it'd be something kind of cool and fun to uh, to talk through today. So um, we can just kick it off and, and start with the first division. I uh, have the NFC West. So with the NFC West, the three quarterbacks I have right now are Kyler Murray, Jared Goff, and Russell Wilson. So between those three, Murray, Goff, Wilson, I'll start with Thor. Give me your buy, trade, and fade. All right. Uh, I will buy Russell Wilson. I will fade Goff. That's pretty easy. And I'll sell Kyler. Everyone likes a shiny new toy, and he's the you know he's the rookie, not rookie. He's the young, younger guy, and uh, he's the sexier pick. Go ahead and trade him, and I'm going to take the vet with Wilson and, and ride with it. All right. All right. So, uh, Colin, you, you on a, a different boat with this one? Yeah, a little bit. Um, as Thor said, he would uh, fade Goff. Uh, that's actually who I would rather draft personally, just because for me, I like drafting quarterbacks late. And for their current ADP with like Murray and Wilson, those aren't really guys I'm looking to draft for, at least in like redraft. So for me, I'd probably buy in on golf just because I think he's going to have a rebound season this year as opposed to last year, how it was like kind of hot and cold. Um, but for me, I'd probably fade from Murray just because of his price tag. Um, I do love him. I love the talent. I love the opportunity he has this year. But I just think for what he's worth right now, it's not really what I'm looking to pay. And for uh, Wilson, I would like to sell him personally just because I think – uh, a lot of people are high on Metcalf and Lockett this year, so I think he could be a good candidate to stack with one of those. If someone has Lock Lockett or Metcalf and wants to get that stack, I just think it's the opportunity there. Opportunity is there, especially with the mobility he has as a quarterback. All right, so two two different approaches uh, between you two. Um, I think I have uh, a little bit of a mix between the two. Uh, I, I also was going to buy Goff just because. Um, I don't think his price in a draft or maybe in a trade or anything like that is uh, is that high. 
And I think he could be a guy that bounces back. I think not enough people are talking about the things he might have done maybe a little bit better the year before. Um, obviously, they lost Cooks, but I think with Cup and Woods and if people are high in Higby, that's some guys he's going to throw to, and I think uh, McVay gives him the open door for that. Um, I'll probably trade Kyler Murray because I think he's like the hype quarterback right now. The minute you know Hopkins was signed to the team, I think everybody was you know looking at – shoot for Murray now. I think some people have Murray as their quarterback three in dynasties, which not in agreement with, but I think he, uh, like, like Thor said, is like the shiny new toy that everybody wants. So I think I can get some good trade value in him if I have him. And then Wilson, I'll fade just because I think the price is high. I think he's going to be excellent. He's always good. Um, but uh, I think you're going to have to pay the price a little bit higher than you would for golf. Maybe not as high as Kyler, but yeah. I think between the three of us, we all have a little bit of different uh, pieces with that. Yes, sir. One thing, to add real, one thing to add real quick is I am on board with a draft in a quarterback late. And yeah. Especially in one quarterback leagues, I'm on board with that. I just, I don't want golf. So if I got to choose between the three, I'd rather have the best player than chancing that with golf. I don't, I don't want it. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting to see what kind of league, league we're, we're talking about. I think, this whole conversation is kind of like broad, but uh, that's an interesting point. Are, are you as low on golf, Colin? Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm not as high on him in terms of like what quarterbacks I like actually want. Mm-hmm. Um, if I like want to draft one a little earlier, let's say. Um, I just think for, like you said, like his price tag right now with the ability to outperform where he did last year, I just think it kind of makes a little more a little bit more sense if you're not trying to get a quarterback as early as what Murray and uh, Wilson are going for right now. I mean, they obviously they're both like super talented and um, give you a little bit more uh, beneficial points, especially with uh, with their running ability. But I just personally, I think for the price of golf, it just makes more sense to buy him. Okay. Yeah. Make, makes sense. Uh, we'll, we'll move down just because we got a, a handful of these today. Um, we'll go to the wide receiver position right now. And uh, we'll go with Robert Woods, DK Metcalf, and Debo Samuel. So, again, talking about 2020 here, buy, trade, or fade. Get a mix up a little bit. We'll, we'll let Colin go first with this one. Uh, for me, my buy would be Robert Woods just because – Kind of going along with what I was saying about golf, I think the opportunity is there for him this year, especially with Cooks being gone. Um, he's just a target hog. He gets towards the end of the year, he got so many more targets and looks than it, he did at the beginning of the season. Uh, the opportunity is just there. Uh, for sell, I'd probably sell Metcalf uh, just because coming into year two, he's looked as this like breakout player that has the like biggest potential, like one of the biggest potentials in the wide receiver category. So I feel like the hype around him is a little more than the other guys. So mm-hmm. I'd probably sell him and then I'd probably fade away from Debo just because uh, not necessarily just because of the injury. It's a little scary, obviously uh, for 2020, just because the chances of him re-injuring it are a lot higher if he plays soon. Mm-hmm. But I just think with that offense, it's a run-first offense. So that's just – I'm not trying to touch him. Got it. Got it. Thor, Thor what about you? Uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy DK Metcalf. And I'm a big fan of Debo. But uh, those are the two guys I'd buy between is him and DK. Once again, I'm just not a big – I don't know what it is. I'm not a big fan of golf right now. I'm just – I'm not. I don't want any part of it. I could be dead wrong. It's just a gut feeling. So I'm, I'm going to buy DK. I just think he has that superstar potential. I really do. And uh, with Debo, I love the guy. I loved him when I was getting him cheap. I, I don't want to pay, what is that, wide receiver? What is he, a wide receiver 26 right now? I don't want to buy him. I'd rather buy other guys at that spot. Mm. Uh, with DK, out of, these, out of this bunch, I'd rather buy him. But other guys that are going around DK, I'd rather have them. In this certain situation, I'll take DK. I'll take DK, and then I'll fade Woods or fade fade Woods and trade the uh, Debo Samuel. Okay, all right. I uh, I'm gonna 
be different and I'll, uh, I'm going to buy Woods. Um, I think out of the three, I like volume for wide receivers. And I think Woods is going to receive the most uh, target share. Maybe he doesn't have the most touchdowns um, or, or huge playability, but I think when a guy like him is getting targeted at times last season, like nine to 10 to 11 times, almost on a consistent basis, even with Cooper cup there. Um, I just love the volume. So if it's 2020 woods, if it's dynasty, you know, we're not talking about that, but maybe not the case, but I'm going to buy him. Um, and he's not going super high in drafts. So I think the value is very good. Uh, I'll sell DK Metcalf. Um, I, I like DK a lot. I think he's going to improve this next season, but I still think, he is going to be behind in the target share from Lockett. Maybe I'm wrong. Some people say he will, you know, lead the team, but I think he will be behind. Um, and his his catch rates got to improve. Uh, I don't think I don't think that makes him a bad player. I, I think he's a rookie coming into a league and doing great things. So I'm not going to hold that against him. Um, but again, I think the volume difference between him and Woods is what separates me. And a lot of people like DK Metcalf, and a lot of people will pay for him. So I'll trade him. Uh, Debo, I'm going to fade for reasons already said, uh, run first offense. And, um, I also don't, I, I don't like the volume for the receivers. I, I know Kittle's going to eat and, and, and there's no doubt about that. But as far as the wide receivers, I don't know if you can count on Debo getting 10 targets in a game. Like you, you might even DK or Robert Woods. So I'm going to, I'm going to fade him there. Um, even before the injury, but, uh, that's a good one. I, I had to, I had an audible from the running backs because I wrote down, uh, a guy who is questionable right now um, in in Mostert with the running backs. Um, <laughs> let let, let not to paid. I don't spend too much time on this, but just give me your quick. Will Will Mostert be a 49er next season? Either one of you guys. Go ahead, Colin. Next season, uh, that could be a little tough, just because depending on what this contract negotiation is going to play out as. Um, it could be a negative thing for him. It could be positive. It could give him the money he's looking for just to kind of see if they actually want him there. Um, but right now, I would say I don't think he's going to be back just because of, like, this situation. I think it's going to kind of cause some internal issues. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't see them bringing him back, especially with – obviously, they've shown that they can do it with just about anybody. Or what about – I mean, if he doesn't want to be there, he doesn't want to be there. Uh, I think they'll find a way to move on because I think Shanahan can do a lot with a little. I mean, you look at – he was undrafted in 2015. Like, I, no one's heard of this guy since last year. So, yeah. mm -hmm. if he wants to get traded in Shanahan and, you know, Lynch isn't afraid to make a move. So, I, I don't see him being on the 49ers, and I think it's a, I think it's a bad move on his part. Oh yeah, a system that works. He almost won a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> they signed you to a contract. They signed you to a contract. Like I, I don't understand it at all. When I saw it, I was that was very dumbfounded. Just why? What did what did he hear in the off season? Like are they going to give more carries to Colvin then? Tell me, tell me, Coleman. Something must have happened that like yeah. they're not coming out with yet because it's just really weird, weird, really weird timing too. Especially like, right weird. before the season's like about to kind of kick in, kind of. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just don't think he has leverage either in that whole thing. I mean, being, a like you said, 28-year-old guy who just came out and had a good season, I mean, maybe, maybe there's some behind the scenes where he just feels unappreciated, but I think it comes down to mentality. I could see the 49ers saying, hey, we went to the Super Bowl last year. Let's try to find a good one-year deal and say, hey, maybe we'll move on past that. If we want to win now, they can have that mentality, or they can say, dude, we got – we got McKinnon on the team. We got Coleman. We got Jeff Wilson Jr. We got, I mean, there's a guy in our league trying to make a case for for Hasty. We got all, all, all these guys. So it's going to go one way or the other. And I, I don't think he has the leverage. So if it's a if it's a re-sign, I think it's like very a very small like one year deal. Maybe not small money wise, but I don't think it's going to be like a three year deal for a 28 year old running back. So um, he's already he's already he just signed a three year deal. He's in 2019. He's there until. Oh, He's, yeah, he's there till 21. All right, then. I'm wrong right there. Yeah, I don't know. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2022, and he'll be 30 years old. So, All right. I don't know what he's doing. Something happened. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll avoid Something, him yeah. in this running back uh, by trade fade um, just because we have no idea what's going on. So um, the three, and we'll, we could probably whiff through this one or not. Uh, we'll see Drake from Cardinals, Chris Carson, and I'll throw in Cam Akers in replacement of Moster. So uh, whoever wants to go first, take a stab at it. Drake Carson or Akers. Um, let's say I prop for me, probably. Uh, oh man, that's kind of tough. I'd probably fade from Akers just because I don't know their situation, how it's going to play out. Uh, a lot of running backs in that backfield right now with mm-hmm. no really lead role. Um, trade, I'd probably have to be Drake just because of the value in return. Um, because of that offense, uh, how like, prolific it's supposed to be this year. So I'd probably trade him and then buy Carson. Uh, obviously, he's injured, but if he returns from what he was at the end of last year before he got hurt, uh, I just think that volume is there for him to succeed. So I'd probably buy him. So buy Carson, tr- uh, trade, Drake, and fade for makers. What do I thought? I, I completely agree. Uh, I can hop back on uh, Chris Carson's good side uh, from the past podcast where I picked everybody over him. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, look at here. I can uh, easily trade Drake with his value right now. It's RB12 in the ADP. Uh, Chris Carson, I'd rather have him over Melvin Gordon and David Johnson. And, mm-hmm. yeah, with Cam Akers... With where he's being drafted, you know, it's like the Ingram, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner territory. And I'd rather have those guys than Cam Akers because he could be a stud or he could be a dud and not do anything. So now I'm on board with Colin. I will fade Akers by Carson and trade Drake. Yeah, we talked about Carson before, and I, I think he's undervalued and I think he's underappreciated. Um, the only reason I would, I'm going to say that I'm going to fade Carson is because I, I think he's healthy and I think he's going to be a beast, but with the hip injury, I, I don't know. And I'm not qualified enough to detail, like if he's going to be a step back or not in 2020. Um, I think he is a monster and he's a beast and, and he's a workhorse, but I'm going to fade him just because I don't know what that looks like. Um, I'm going to buy Drake just because I'm going to take the hot hand on this. And, uh, just because of the cameo, I think too that that he sensed. Uh, I'm gonna buy Drake on, on everything now, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna trade his Cam Akers because you're gonna find guys in your league that are very high in rookies and have rookie fever. So I think you can use that as leverage. So if you're in a draft, let's say you have the chance to take Cam Akers without screwing up your uh, your roster, maybe you take Cam Akers with the intent that hey, um, there's something I can get out of this with a guy who really is high on a rookie that might still be behind Daryl Henderson, who I am not a believer in, but I'm just saying um, it's unpredictable. So uh, yeah, I'm going to use the rookie as trade bait in this situation. Um, last Makes one. We got that rookie fever is so high. Oh, go ahead. Oh, rookie fever. No. Yeah. I was just saying rookie fever is crazy right now. Um, yeah. But so, I mean, that's, I, I think that's a good point. And I don't think Drake would be very happy if you sold him. So. No, that's sense. true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I think that's a smart thing in, in redraft, just t- touching on that briefly. And you, if you're in a redraft and you got guys who like actively watch college football and like pay attention to the draft, that's major leverage if you're taking some guys. Um, and you're going to find guys that are fans of certain, certain players, you know. Um, so I think that's a good point. Yeah. Um, last one in this division. I mean, I kind of scrapped for this one, so – we can make this one brief, but I got tight ends, George Kittle, Tyler Higby, Greg Olson. It actually, it seems like super easy, but then like, I think the second portion of it, you're like, ah, oh, what am I doing with this? But go, go ahead. That to a degree might be straightforward. Maybe, maybe Thor, you could start us off on this one. Oh, I'm buying Kittle. I mean, if I'm going to buy a tight end, mm-hmm. I want Kittle, Kittle or Kelsey. Cause they're just so, so much beyond the next tier. Yeah. Uh, and it, you touched on Kittle. He's going to eat. And I want that. Higby, 
I'm not really a believer. I'll sell him, and Olsen, I will fade. No way. I, probably, I, I, I don't think I don't think he should be drafted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I uh, on that last point, I definitely agree. I'm not even considering Olsen. Not even looking towards his way. Um, just on the fact, mainly, I mean, he's a obviously over time great tight end, but he uh, can't seem to stay healthy. So for that fact, I'm out. Uh, probably sell Higby as well, just because he's been super hyped over the offseason because of the five-game stretch he had last year. Yep. Um, I mean, it was great, obviously, but I just think right now he's at his peak value. So I think the best return, uh, while like not really losing too much, would be that best option. And then, obviously, uh, buy Kittle. I just – I love Kittle. Uh, he's probably he's I I like him more than Kelsey. Kelsey produces like crazy. I just like Kittle's style just because he's more physical and he loves WWE. So like, yeah, he just make, makes him a fun guy. Yeah. So it's just it's hard not to like him. Um. So I'd probably buy him. Yeah. What about you, Nick? I'm on the same I'm on the same boat, uh, and I'll make it short. But buy the guy that's going to produce for your fantasy team. I'm, I'm selling the guy or I'm trading the guy that has a lot of hype. Like you said, Colin, the last couple of weeks, I think he was like tight end one or something over like four weeks. And then Olsen, I'll, I'll fade. Um, who knows if it's him or Disley or if they shock the world and start like the rookie Parkinson, um, if I even said his name correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's up in the air. We're going to move on here to the NFC North, which uh, we all hold dear to our hearts as Chicago Bears fans. Um, to a degree, uh, but yeah, uh, we'll start with the the quarterbacks here, and uh, I got Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, and Kirk Cousins, and I will I'll just start this one off to mix things up, but um, I'm a huge believer, and if Matt Stafford has zero back issues and he's um, has nothing lingering, that he's going to have uh, a huge season. I think Thor. Me and Anthony talked about um, some guys we think can sneak into the top 10. I had Stafford as one. I think he might have the best set of weapons um, he's had since Megatron. And even with Megatron, he probably didn't have that many other guys. So um, I'm huge on Stafford in 2020. Uh, I think I'm going to – I think I might sell Kirk Cousins or trade. Let's say trade. I'll trade Kirk Cousins because I think – for some people, it might be hard to trade Aaron Rodgers because everybody's been talking about how they didn't sign a wide receiver and, like, who's that number two wide receiver on the team? And, you know, Aaron Rodgers pissed off and they signed or they drafted Jordan Love. And there's all this turmoil. So I think with him not having as many weapons that are clear cut, I think it's hard to trade um, or, like, get a good trade for him. Whereas Kirk Cousins, you might be able to say, hey, they got two tight ends that they can roll with. You know, Justin Jefferson was a stud in college. He's on the team now, and now Adam Thielen's healthy. He's got some decent weapons. So you can say Kirk Cousins is way less of a quarterback than Rodgers. That, that's that's fine. That's whoever's opinion. But I think you can get more of a trade potentially than you could for Rodgers. But I could be way off on that one. Um, but that's who I got for mine. Um, either one of you guys can step in is the next one. All right, I'll go next. Um, I kind of have a little bit of a difference uh, as opposed to you, Nick. I'm also on the by Stafford train um, just because we saw what what was on its way in 2019 with what he was doing performance-wise. For Rodgers, I think he would be my sell just because – yeah, he had a bad 2019 last year, and he's kind of, like, been fading statistically. Uh, but I think if that offense starts off hot and he starts off hot, mm-hmm. he could be used as, like, a bait like bait and trade type player just in case someone, like, drafted a quarterback that either got hurt or just not working out. Um, so I think his, va- his potential value uh, for trade bait could be more than Cousins. I think Cousins is probably a little bit more likable just in terms of, like, his consistency because he is consistent. He's not always the best, but he is consistent, um, which is Rodgers' kind of, like, downfall. He's not consistent Um, in terms of fantasy. 
And then I'd probably fade Cousins, though, uh, personally, just because I'm not really sure how that offense is going to look this year, um, especially with Cook potentially holding out um, and then just a new offense, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know, just kind of like too many question marks for that situation, personally. So, I think I'm going to fade him, sell Rodgers, by Stafford. What about you, Thor? Yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm on board with fading Kirk Cousins. Uh, absolutely, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that any more than I want Jared Goff. So I just fade that one. You just don't like what we have. And, uh, that's, that's all I think. What's up? I said I just think you just don't like what we have to say tonight. That's that's all I think. No, I just <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. No, but it, it's just I I don't want a part of Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's too streaky for me. Um, yeah. I rather. I think I'm going to try and sell Stafford's name, and I, I just I can't sell Aaron Rodgers. I, I can't. I'm not going to. As Bears fans, we kind of know you can't quit on that guy. You can't say he's done because mm-hmm. right when you think he's done, they're coming back and they're they're going to the NFC Championship or something like that. So, Like when I'm they're down still- 17-0 to zero and they come back and win. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks for pouring salt on the wound even more. I was having a good day today, but I guess <laughs> more. Yeah, just, oh, being a Bears, Bears fan is rough. Let's just let's just say that. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, I I under I completely understand buying Matthew Stafford instead, but I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers because it's it's Aaron Rodgers. I just I can't bet against the guy as much as I want to, and Matt Stafford is just he's either gonna ball out this year or he's gonna be extremely average. So. I'll sell Stafford, yeah. not buy Rogers. Right. Rogers hurt me too much last year, so I just I can't I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. It might do it. The Bears like fan in my system. I've never like I don't know. I just kind of avoided them before. It must be the bias. Uh, let's see. Well, I like I've I've drafted him in like double quarterback leagues. That makes because, sense. Like, yeah. I try to. I try to like avoid like the bias with, when it comes to fantasy. Like obviously, yeah. don't care for the Packers, but I like to win. So, <laughs> and like I just last year I drafted him in another league. I was just late. It was like the ninth round. I, he was there, so I just took him. And then, but it kind of burned me. No, and I think that's gonna happen a lot this year in some drafts. I think Rogers gonna fall. You know, I mean, it depends who you're drafting. Yeah. With, but you know, in some of these home leagues. Aaron Rodgers might fall because I think he's at his end of his career, and he might be able to get a steal. Mm-hmm. Could be the case, unless it's a super flex. But even in a super flex, might have the, some younger guys going before him that might not perform even close to the same way up up in the year. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So let, let's let's move on. We're, we're only just a quick note. We're only going to do the uh, the NFC today because we're already ha- uh, almost thirty minutes in and. We will probably all get in some sort of trouble if we stay on here for uh, too long. So, um, uh, damn it, guys, stop don't need any of that. Yeah. Uh, running backs. This podcast. Yeah, exactly. exactly. R- running backs, I threw in some kind of like cre- more of a creative approach just to avoid like saying the, you know, the number one guys uh, that they have. But uh, I have uh, rookie DeAndre Swift, I have Tariq Cohen. And I have another rookie, AJ Dillon. So give me your buy, trade, sell. We can start with Thor this time. Can you start with me? All right. Uh, like, all right, Ben. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Are <laughs> uh, we talking PPR or standard here? Always, we'll say always PPR. Always PPR that I'm going to have to fade Dillon. I don't think he's going to be involved in the passing game just not, uh, enough. Uh, and it's, it's a tough one because everyone's got rookie fever and he's way up there in yeah. ADP already. But I'm going to sell Cohen and I'm going to buy Swift to make it you know, short and sweet. Uh, I, I'm sure Cohen's going to get used too much to the degree where Bears fans are just going to get aggravated like usual Yeah, uh, when he's getting – when he's getting goal line carries or getting 
you know, third and short, and we're going to give it to Cohen because Nagy thinks no one thinks it's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to fade Dylan since we're talking PPR, and I'm going to fade Cohen because hopefully he he's not used as much because I think Montgomery needs the he needs the carries and he just needs to eat. So I'm going to go with Swift. Uh, he's got a real chance to own that backfield, and in fantasy football, you want that, and he can do both. He can catch up the backfield, as we know. And he's the type of guy that can just completely take over the backfield. Uh, unlike before when we're talking about acres where you really don't know. Yeah. With Swift, I'll bet on Swift for sure. So I'm going to buy Swift, actually. And All I'll right. sell Cohen. Okay. Got it, got it, got okay. it. Okay. What about you, Colin? Well, for me, a little bit the same, a little bit different. Um, I am fading away from Dylan. If it's not Dynasty, I really don't – not even, like, thinking about him. Um, like, redraft, probably not touch him unless something happens to Jones. Yep. Or even um, – what's the other one? What's the other running back? No. Oh, Jamal Williams. If something yeah. happens to him, maybe. Uh, just because I know they want to use the kind of running back by committee approach but, like, still have Jones as the guy. Um, for Sell – I'm actually going to sell Swift mainly because uh, there is that rookie fever with him for sure. I know that's Nick's number one guy uh, coming out of college. So, I mean, if I'm Georgia. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, and if I were to, say, be in a league with Nick and say I draft Swift a little late, that's immediate trade bait to him because I know he's he's going to fight on that. Yeah. Um, so it really just depends on like who you're drafting with. Um, and then I'll probably buy Cohen just because kind of like with what Thor was saying, like for us Bears fans, we get a little annoyed with his usage. Um, but I mean, the targets are there. No one really, no one loves him, loves having him. So I just think he's the cheapest option other than Dylan um, because he's kind of just not someone like probably too many people would be looking for. So I was thinking in terms of like the the price, Cohen just is a little bit more worth it for me. Yeah, uh, it's interesting with Cohen, kind of like what Thor said. Is it's like the Bears are are in the red zone and they like they they hand it to Cohen up the middle, you know, like and it, and I feel like I'm the one running the ball. He's just like little fast guy going, but uh, they they do love him and um, he does get a lot of receptions. I think he like. And I, I was going to talk about this on a different, you know, pod or article, or whatever. But everybody complains about you know Kareem Hunt digging into the Nick Chubb stock all the time because of the receptions. But it's not the same level. But that's what he does, in Montgomery. He just like takes away that ceiling from him. Uh, but I'm going to I'm going to um, trade Cohen because I'm probably going to show or like bring up the receptions over the years because he's been like. Not the James White level, but he's been the guy that gets a lot of PPR points every now and then because of the receptions. I, I got to buy Swift just because, just like Colin said, I, I'll pay for him. He's my RB1 out of college. Uh, above above Taylor and above Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for, for me, talent-wise. And, uh, you know, I feel all warm inside when I see videos of him uh, working out with Matt, Matt Stafford and catching balls. So I, I think he has a good, good ceiling for even for 2020. And uh, I'll just be simple and I'll fade Dylan just because kind of like what you guys said. I mean, is he going to have a role this year? I, I don't know. I mean, he, he had a he had a workout picture that he posted. And I seen some things on Twitter that said adjust your rankings because he was like pretty swole. But I'm not buying it. So uh, that, that'll be my three for that one. We got uh, talking about the Bears. What's that? Stop talking about the Bears. Hey, stop talking about the Bears. I'm going to have to put the beer away and go for the hard stuff. I mean, we're almost we're almost <laughs> out of this uh, we're almost out of this division. I think no, we're, we just started actually. So speaking of the Bears, yeah. <laughs> we have one more with a bear in it, and then uh, no none for the tight ends. I got uh, Allen Robinson, Devonta Adams, and Kenny Galladay. I thought this one was pretty interesting. Um, this is a tough one for for me personally. Uh, I'll probably just start this one off myself. Um, Please do. I know. And I don't even know if I came to a conclusion. Yeah, this one was really hard, dude. Uh, 
gosh. Damn you. Why are you asking good questions? Damn it. I think, <laughs> and I said before, I'm not, I'm not going to rip this guy, but I said before in a different podcast, in a world of Michael Thomas not being the wide receiver one, I could see Devonta Adams being the wide receiver one. But I don't – I'm going to avoid paying for him with the what-ifs right now. So I think I'm actually going to trade Devonta Adams because I think your return based off of what he's done in the past, I mean, finishing as high as like wide receiver three in the past, I'm going to trade him because I think you are you can get a great running back from him. I don't know if you can do the same in a trade for Kenny Galladay as high as you can for Devonta Adams. And with Kenny Galladay being the touchdown receiving leader this past year without his quarterback, I'm going to buy him with hopes that his targets increase, maybe separate a little bit more from Marvin Jones as far as the receptions count. And I think with Matt Stafford, he can mimic being a large touchdown guy. Um, so I'm going to buy Kenny Galladay. I'm going to trade Devonta Adams if he's on my team for a great return. And then I'm going to fade Allen Robinson, who I think very, very highly of. Um, but that's going to be my three. And I think that might've been the toughest one for me so far. You guys rock, paper, scissors. You want to go next door? I'll, 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 take I'll take it. That's fine. I mean, let's just be, let's just be honest. Oh, out of those three guys, you don't want to fade either one of them. No. Yeah, you want, you want either one of those guys. But yeah. I guess what I'm going to say is I think Allen Robinson has a chance to leap into the top five wide receivers. I, I really do. I really think he has that opportunity. Uh, and that's just not being biased. I think he's been good since you know, he was a rookie when he had Blake Bortles throwing him the ball. And just think about that. He's had Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky throwing him the ball his entire career. Bortles had some good years, though. He had some good years in fantasy. No, I, it's still Blake Bortles. <laughs> he did, though. Uh, come on. Mitch hey. Trubisky threw for six touchdowns once, too. But I, I, I think Allen Robinson can be elite wide receiver. I'll take him. I'll buy him, and then I'll sell – you're not going to fade Devonte Adams, so I'll sell Devonte Adams, and I guess I will at his current ADP. I will fade Kenny Galladay. It was a Saint Rita boy. Yeah, but I I, I really think if Allen Robinson gets Nick Foles, I think he can be top five easy. I really do. All right, all right, Colin. What about words right there? Yeah, I mean, man, this one was easily the toughest one um, for me because I'm really high on Robinson this year, just with like what I think can happen. I mean, we saw last year he was, a, I think he was a top 12, top 10 wide receiver. Yep. Um, and that was with very inconsistent quarterback play. Um, and Chase Daniels was also throwing him the ball, um, who was making so much money for some reason. Um, I love Adams. It sucks like that. All these Packers players are so good. Um, it hurts. Uh, I like Galladay like a lot. I think he's gonna take a step forward this year. Uh, but so unfortunately, I probably have to fade. Oh, I probably have to fade Robinson uh, just because I just think. In terms of these three, I just think in production-wise, he's just going to be third. Like these guys are going to be Adams and Galladay are just going to be that much higher than him. I still think Robinson's going to be like at least top fifteen, top twelve, mm-hmm. at least. Um, but I just think these guys are going to finish higher. So, and I, I I would rather have one of those on my team. So I'd probably have to sell Adams because, like, kind of what Nick was saying, his price is just going to be higher in what you need or what you can get back is going to be a lot higher uh, for him. I probably have to buy Galladay just because I think he, uh, I just think he takes a really good, a really big step forward this year. And I've seen him go kind of late in drafts, not super late, but it's a price I'm willing to pay for him. I'd say this year. So I'd I'd rather, I'd probably draft Galladay before um, Robinson. 
Okay. Do you think if, so if they played all 16 games, you'll pick Galladay over Robinson? I think I would. I don't like to it. me, it's it's really a toss-up. I think I would. I don't, I, I I don't, don't like know. the bet. I don't, I don't like the bet, but I just – I'd bet on Allen Robinson over Kenny Galladay. Right now, I would. I guess I'm, I'm going to die on that hill. I'm posting the flag right now. Hey, Rob. I just think for me, it's like also the like the the quarterback situation for Chicago. Like, yeah, if Nick Foles is the quarterback. He could excel a lot with Robinson, but we've never seen it before. So it's harder to like actually make that call and like feel confident with that. Um, and like, I think it's I think it can happen. I think it will happen. We also don't know how many games Mitch is going to play, how many games Nick is going to play. So it just it really depends. And like in Detroit. <laughs> Mitch is starting week one. I'll, I'll bet money on that. Just saying. Um, and I, I like Stafford. It's it's more it's known. Like it's gonna happen. Like what's gonna happen? It's gonna be him all year. It's not. They're not thinking about uh, like what is Driscoll? Is he even on the team anymore? So no, I think yeah. I just, for me, I think Galladay just has the confidence for me. Yeah, I like I like Galladay because of the I think the game script is gonna be in their favor a lot of the times as far as the passing game. I think he's got a better supporting wide receiver in Marvin Jones than in twenty twenty I'm taking Marvin Jones over Anthony Miller and, and that might be a debate for some people, but in twenty twenty, not dynasty, just redraft, I'll I'll take Marvin Jones. So I think that helps too. And I think the I think the touchdown upside is there too for Kenny Galladay. But yeah, not, I mean, push and pull for sure. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to move along. So what, what we're going to do now is just two different positions from the NFC East and South, just for the sake of time, uh, good conversations, but uh, I'm sure we can talk about this for another hour or two, but we'll, we'll try to cap it a little bit. So we'll go to NFC East. So I'm going to skip the tight end at North. If we have time, we can go back to something, but I'll go two different positions um for east and south uh based off of what we have here um let's go nfc east running backs which will be interesting so uh for this the three are miles sanders ezekiel elliott and saquon barkley so you got miles zeke and saquon anybody want to go first on this one this is an interesting one too I, I, I guess this comes down to – think, think about this. You're, you're not going to have all three in your roster, right? I guess it comes down to yeah. valuation of guys and what you can do with them maybe. But it, it comes down to strategy for your team, I guess, too. So I'll go. I mean, if, if I got a chance to get – if I'm deciding between Zeke or Saquon, I'm taking Saquon. Uh, I just – I personally think he's the most talented player in the NFL. I, in the skills position, not including quarterbacks, that's a whole nother discussion. We talk about wide receivers and running backs. I think Saquon's the most talented. I want him on my team. He plays all 16 games. There is, there's no limit. I, I really don't think there's a limit for him. And I guess I would, I mean, you're not going to fade Zeke. Of course, you'd want to sell Zeke. And I guess I could fade Miles. I guess I could play devil's advocate with Miles. Uh, I'm a big Miles Sanders fan. That's more so on uh, the dynasty side. And, you know, if we were doing podcasts last year, I'd be sitting there telling everybody to buy Miles Sanders right now uh, because it was a great get. But right now his his value, his ADP is shooting up way too high, and I'm going to fade him in redraft at this point. And I guess I'll sell Zeke and buy Saquon. Because, like I said, Saquon's the most talented player in the league, in my opinion. How about you, Colin? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I'm a huge Zeke fan. Um, I just love his ability and what he does, just how hard of a runner he is. I would definitely say Saquon is more talented, but I think Zeke like is one of the most consistent running backs you can find mm-hmm. in fantasy football. Um, but I would say probably – I'd probably have to sell – Zeke, unfortunately, wouldn't feel good. Yeah. But 
Uh, it's like you, you can't pass up on having Zeke, or I mean having Barkley. So say if you're pick one, two, or three, and Barkley is available at each one, or probably no, pick two or three because I'm sure CMC is going going one. You're picking Barkley if he's available. So probably have to buy him and then fade on Sanders. Um, Twitter, a fancy Twitter loves him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, love I think him. he's. I think he's a great. I think he's a great running back, but I just who really knows what's going to happen with that backfield, regardless of who they don't have yet, have yet, or have now. Um, it just he he loves his running backs by committee, and these guys are workhorses, proven workhorses. So I'll take those. I'll take either of those guys over Sanders right now. It's it's tough. It's tough because I think Saquon and I agree with Thor. I think he's just ridiculously talented. Part of me says like, hey, is our defense is going to prepare to focus on stopping Saquon versus like worrying about the pass? And then on the flip side, with the Cowboys and having like three excellent wide receivers and a promising tight end, are they going to? play different against the Cowboys knowing that they can be exploited in the passing consistently and the run game, which might open things up for Zeke this year. That's, that's something I kind of juggled around a little bit with this one. Um, just because I think Zeke has a better supporting pass that's going to open up the field for him. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go take one. I'll still go take one. I, even though Zeke's got a better supporting cast, uh, just because of the talent I'll, I'll trade, um, Zeke, and then I'll uh, I'll fade Miles Sanders just because I don't think he's close to the tier of those other two guys. Um, even though I think, again, like Thor said, dynasty wise, you, you you still probably wouldn't put him in the same tier, but you'd probably promote him more than you will uh, with the uncertainties in in twenty twenty. So I think we're on the on the same page with some different asterisks for for that one. Uh, I think the other. Yeah. It was a tougher one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, this one was tough, too, just because, like, I'm a big big Zeke fan, so, like, it's hard to – but, like, it's hard to pass on Barkley just because those thighs, man, they just they mesmerize you. It's tough. The, uh, the other position we'll go with for this one uh, before we go to the south We'll go with the wide receivers uh, for 2020. Uh, I wrote down Michael Gallup, Terry McLaurin, and Jalen Rieger. So we got uh, some young guys in this one, all with different situational factors. And um, I, I could start this one off. I think I'm going to buy. I think I'm going to buy. Uh, Terry McLaurin, because he was the uh, rookie wide receiver one this past year, um, which I think people don't respect enough. I, I know he has a different quarterback than some of these other guys do. Uh, some people question, like, can Haskins really over a full season support a wide receiver to be elite? I don't know. I, I know they're going to throw the ball because they're not going to be good, in my opinion. Um, so I think Terry balled out just as much, if not better, than A.J. Brown this past year. And I think people don't want to say that, but he did. Uh, so I want to buy McLaurin, and I don't think you have to pay the A.J. Brown price for McLaurin, when in reality, he's going to get probably more targets and more receptions and more big plays. So, I I mean, I've kind of come to that realization with him. So I'm going to buy Terry. Um, I'm going to uh, – I don't want to keep repeating myself, but I'm going to uh, sell um, or trade Rieger just because of the rookie fever. Um, and I think you can get a better value for him than you can for Michael Gallup, even though I think Michael Gallup still outperforms Rieger this year. Uh, it might be a hot take. Um, and it's probably – I might regret saying that, but I still think Michael Gallup is – very NFL talented, and we don't know if Rieger is NFL talented at this point. Will, will he be a big part of that offense, Rieger? Probably. Probably 100% going to be a big part of the offense, but I know Gallup can can ball out in the NFL. I, I don't know about Rieger, so um, I think I'll 
trade him just because he's a bigger name. And I think everybody's worried about what are the Cowboys going to do with CD Lamb and Amari Cooper and Blake Jarwin is Gallup. You know, they had these rumors with the, the uh, New York Jets, you know, Gallup to the Jets. And, and are they going to trade Gallup? So I don't think you're going to get a good return in Gallup. Uh, I think you will with Rieger. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm for sure out of this on a rant by McLaurin. So anybody wants to jump in, feel free to do so. I will also buy McLaurin, and I will trade Rager because of the, uh, you know, the rookie hype, and uh, he was dra- he was drafted. Everyone says he's drafted to be their wide receiver one. Uh, well, it's still we don't know if it's going to happen. And as much as I like Gallup as the player, I just I have to fade it because of all the targets there now. I, I mean, they draft C.D. Lamb, and they didn't draft C.D. Lamb to be. Uh, a gadget player or, you know, something like that. This guy's going to be running all the routes. He's going to be on the field all the time. So I'm a huge fan of McLaurin, but to save time, I'm going to buy McLaurin, sell Gallup, and I'll or sell Raider, fade Gallup because of the target share. Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, for me, I'm pretty much opposite of both of you. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a, I'm a Gallup guy. I'm a Gallup guy. All right. All right. I, like, Fair enough. I, I can't help it. So, uh, I'm probably going to buy Gallup also because of the whole CD lamb situation, because he's more cheaper now than he was at the end of the, the season, um, last year. So in that aspect, um, people are be a little more down on him. So I feel like this is like the better, like buy now price for him. Cause he's still going to produce. They had 166 vacated targets uh, when Witten and Cobb left. They Cobb had, like, what, 83 targets, 83-something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He still produced 1,000 yards. First time he's done that in years. And I just I can see them being able to do it again. And technically, statistically, Gallup's almost the same as Cooper. So, like, who's really the, who's really the, the wide receiver one? I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then – I probably sell McLaurin just because uh, since Thor, I see you laughing. I see that. I think I don't. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. It was, uh, it was, yeah. it was, it was, a, it was a shock face. It wasn't the crying laughing. You like the Pikachu face. The Pikachu shock face. <laughs> it, was, it was shocked. Well, I mean, what he was only 80 yards and two touchdowns <laughs> behind Cooper last year. So, hey, I mean, dude, I, I get it. I, I get it. Stats wise. Cooper is my guy, and it's just he's been super disappointing from what I think he could be. But that's a whole new pod. Like Nick he's said, just too inconsistent. Wanna... Yeah, yeah. Um, but to get back on the McLaurin part, uh, I think his price right now um, could be beneficial just in terms of because people obviously like him and he does produce. He's a great receiver. Um, so I think personally, I would rather sell him. Because uh, I, I like a lot of the other uh, wide receivers going around him. So I, I could wait because actually Gallup is going after him right now. So I'd rather grab Gallup at that point. Um, and for Rager, I'm fading just because kind of what Nick said. He was like, I mean, well, Thor said he's drafted to be the guy, but I still just, who knows what his role is. They have like a weird um arsenal receivers there right now so who really knows who's going to get the first like the first go so i don't that just kind of strays me away from there so i'm buying gallup selling mclaurin and fading rager okay fair enough on that uh we're gonna jump down to the last one here um nfc south we'll have two different ones Uh, i'm gonna go quarterback and wide receiver and i made a little adjustment to the wide receiver, but I don't think it's going to mind blow you guys here because I know I sent you some of the uh, the list here. But let's start with the quarterbacks. Um, interesting enough, they have three veterans who've uh, been in the league a long time and produced at different rates. All have been elite at some point. Uh, we have Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, and Tom Brady. So uh, let's go. Colin, you can start this one off. So three major vets on this. This one is also kind of tough just because these uh, quarterbacks obviously have proven that they're great. 
the uh, thing for me is I think Matt Ryan is in line to have a really great year this year. He's usually like every other year he's a top five, top ten quarterback. So I, this is his year he's supposed to be a top five quarterback. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm going to buy him because he's still going pretty late in drafts. He's not very – he's not super expensive. I'd probably sell Breeze just on the fact that because of Michael Thomas, people are assuming he's going to have a great year, which I'm sure he will with Michael Thomas and the addition of Sanders. Hard to say he won't. Um, and then probably fading Brady just because – I think he has the best weapons he's had in years, maybe ever, just in terms of all-around weapons from top to bottom. Um, But I still think they might be in that game-controlling system. So who knows if he's going to, like, throw crazy numbers. I hope he does because God Godwin shares that. We'll say I hope he does. Yes, you do. So uh, I just think for me – for me, I just I have to fade just because he'll probably go super late anyway. So I'd rather grab Matt Ryan and kind of see what's going to happen this year with his uh, every other year statistic. Or that's just me. Oh, it's tough. It really it, it's very tough. I guess I wouldn't fade. I can't. Hey, it's just really tough, but I'm just gonna go with it. I'm just gonna go with it. I'm going to, I'm gonna buy Brady. I'm gonna buy Brady because he's the cheaper quarterback out of the three. He's got the best weapons, and I just, it's a gut feeling thing, and it also has to do with Bruce Arians and what he's done with veteran quarterbacks before. I've talked about that on other podcasts, but uh, I'm gonna go with buy Brady because of the weapons, because of Arians, and because. Tampa's defense is still not very good. It's not. They're gonna have to. They're gonna be shooting out. I mean, I guess they've improved, but I don't see it personally. I don't see Tampa's defense being that good. I'm just all in on Brady this year, so I'm going Brady. I'm gonna sell Breeze because I think you can get more value from him. And Matt Ryan, I'm gonna fade because I personally wouldn't even take him over Brady or Breeze. So I'll fade Ryan, sell Breeze. And bye, Brady. I'm going to uh, be be closer to Colin on this one. Um, I, I like I like Matt Ryan when he's hot, and I think I think he's going to sling the ball. I, I don't see them becoming something that they haven't been in the past. Um, even with Gurley there, I think I think Julio being one of the best ever to do it. Um, I think I'll have a. a Elite Julio before I have an elite Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin, in, in my opinion, if, if they're all healthy and, and good to go. Uh, plus, you know, there's a lot of hype around Calvin Ridley, which you can buy into it or not, but he's still going to he's still going to perform. And they have a new tight end. Russell Gage is there, too. Um, I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. And I think he's going to be more fantasy relevant because of the touchdowns and the yardage versus Brady, who I think is going to win the Bucks games. Um, and unfortunately, uh, when I think about winning games uh, in real life, it doesn't really mean always that they're going to win fantasy games. So I think, I think with Brady, I think the touchdowns could be there, like in the past, which is awesome for fantasy leagues. But I think he's going to game manage, and they're going to play for the win. Um, they did bring back a lot of their uh, their defense and uh, – I'm not going to say they're elite or anything like that, but I think Brady's going to come in and, and, and run a show that involves spreading things out and um, just looking to win and not really giving a shit if he's, you know, throwing the ball down the field. So I think, I think I'm going to sell Brady just because you can easily say, Hey, I mean, Brady's got freaking Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, and you can just say Grok's back and you can say all these things. I think he's going to be very good this year. Um, so I think it's easier to sell like the goat first, Matt Ryan or Drew Brees, and I think Brees will also be excellent. I thought I think all three of these guys, being the age that they are, uh, and vets in the league and everything, I think all three can have a great 2020. But yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Matt Ryan on this to buy. Uh, I'm gonna fade um, 
uh, Drew Brees just because I'm not buying him and I don't think I can sell him as good as I can Brady or trade him as good as I could Brady on this. But I thought this was a good one too, just because they're all kind of similar in you know their timelines and stuff like that. So um, absolutely, that we, was a good one. What we have left here, let's go with uh, let's go with wide receivers. I was going to go CMC, Kamara, Gurley, but that's kind of similar to the Saquon, Zeke sort of thing, and I think we'll be repeating a little bit there, even though Miles is a, a, a tad bit younger. Um, but let's go with uh, wide receivers. Uh, we'll go with DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, and Mike Evans on this. I think I had Emmanuel Sanders at first, but I wanted to spice things up with Evans on there. So, um, again, DJ Moore. Calvin Ridley and Mike Evans. What do you guys think? Uh, we'll go with whoever wants to to step up first in this one. Go ahead, Thor. You got this. Ooh, volunteer. <laughs> All right, it's uh, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, and Mike Evans. Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. I know. I just said the whole. You know, Tom Brady thing, I'm all in on Tom Brady. I am all in Tom Brady. But with Mike Evans in his current ADP being drafted as what number seven overall wide receiver, I'm gonna have to fade that. I'm gonna have to fade a uh, big fan of him, but I just think there's so many targets there that I don't I'm not sure what he's going to do this year. So I'm going to fade Mike Evans. I'm going to I'm gonna sell Ridley. I'm going to sell Ridley. I'm going to buy DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore and Calvin Ridley are both super talented. Ridley has a better quarterback, but I think target share is just going to be huge for DJ Moore this year. And I'm also same page as Nick. I'm a huge fan of him. I think he's going to ball out. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go DJ Moore with a target share over Ridley this year. So buy DJ Moore, sell Mike Evans, and fade Ridley. All right. I'm, I'm going to jump in real quick on this. Obviously, massive uh, DJ Moore fan. I'm going to buy buy him. I think he's very, very talented. First round out of Maryland. I think he's going to eat up the target share, even with the other guys on the team, even with Teddy being not traditionally a slinger. I think DJ is going to be a good cushion for Teddy. Um, I think Calvin Ridley's got massive hype in uh, in fantasy right now. I think a lot of people are team like, like go get Ridley. Um, expecting Julio to kind of evaporate or something along those lines. But uh, I'm going to trade Ridley because of the hype. Um, I think you can get a great return on Ridley. I've seen some polls on Twitter where people are selling him for a good good buck. And uh, I'll fade Mike Evans. Um, I like Mike, Mike Evans a lot, but it's just kind of unpredictable. Like, how is this offense going to run? We, we don't know. We don't, we don't even know in um, – we could debate this more, but we don't know who the starting running back is. We don't know if like Colin, we were on, you know, my driveway one day, like is Gronk going to be a decoy? Like is OJ Howard going to be relevant? Like there's so many question marks. So I'm just going to fade, fade uh, Mike Evans for that. But uh, just to make it quick on that. So uh, I'll turn it over to you, Colin, to end us off here. All right. For me, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you guys, but a little, little bit more, uh, different reasons. So I'm going to fade Evans just because I'm more of a Godwin guy. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I'm, I'm, I'm not going to draft both of them, I obviously can't draft both of them most likely. Um, so for me, I'd rather have Godwin just because he's like the possession guy. Evans is more of the, the boom guy. So, I mean, that could change with Brady. We, we don't know. We haven't seen it, but for me, I just personally, I'd rather have Godwin, so I'm going to fade Edwin or Evans, and then I'm going to sell Ridley, uh, mainly on the fact of just uh, he's at his peak value right now in yeah. terms of what you can get for him and what like people are buying him for. So, because I think he's going to be great, uh, he's just going a little too early for me. Um, well, not really, too, not really too early because you can actually get him at a pretty good price. But I just think you can get a lot for him just because that hype has been built up. And then I'm going to buy DJ Moore um, mainly because he is the one in a, in a system, new revamp system completely. So I just think 
the target volume will be there for him. Um, and also buy him to potentially flip as well. So buy to flip because people are are like hyping him up as well. So it could be a good piece to get and then trade for something who you like really want. If that's the type of strategy you want to go with. But like for me, if I were to draft him, I'd probably keep him. But if I were to trade for him, I might trade him afterwards again, just to kind of see what, or at least like try see what like availability there is for him. Yeah, that makes so I, sense. I would be, I would be, I would be buying more selling really makes sense makes sense all right well uh i'm gonna wrap things up there um just because uh we're over the hour mark and uh only got through the nfc um we had the whole uh league planned out but maybe for another day um so on the youtube video that will go out you can obviously see our uh i can see if i can there you go our, our uh twitter handles uh but i think we actually get more of the uh the the, uh, the listens and um, the content views from the podcast. So, Thor, uh, where, where can we find you, find you at uh, on Twitter? Right there at FF Thor Mikey on Twitter. For, for podcast purposes here, just, just for those who are just listening. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, it, whoever was listening on podcast, I, I did a little pointy thing, but it's hard to find it. You gotta, anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Colin, what about yourself? Uh, for me, it's at Shotgun Fantasy, just how it sounds, just how it's spelled. Um, catch me on there. Give me a follow. And uh, you guys are very active, uh, commenting on certain things. Um, polls are a big thing. Uh, you know, I see Colin nonstop interacting with the community. Um, I'm just at P2W Fantasy. Uh, yeah, so you can find probably all of our content, all three of us, um, tagged on each other's stuff and things like that, uh, just from Twitter, um, podcast, YouTube. That'll be posted shortly, but uh, going to end it there. Um, thanks again for uh, coming on, guys. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Glad, uh, glad I could join the PTW crew and uh, get this done. Sounds good, and we will link up very soon. So I'll end it there, and thanks for listening, guys.